Something's happening to Dan. It's confusing. It's awkward. <laughs> it's family. Hi! Welcome to Dan for Life, a short-form interview podcast about the 2007 film that Time Magazine's Richard Corliss once referred to as a gentleman's B-minus. Of course, it's my favorite movie. It's Dan in Real Life by director Peter Hedges. My name is Nick, and this podcast is a way for me to passively try to find another person to talk about Dan in Real Life with. And today, for a pilot episode... We're talking about the iconic movie poster. You can already picture it in your mind's eye. Steve Carell, he's laying his head atop a stack of... Well, you know what? I'm not going to spoil it for you. Today, I have a wonderful guest. Okay, not only did she do the line drawing artwork on the album art that's on your device right now, she's an extremely talented illustrator, Twitter presence, graphic artist. Please follow her on Twitter, at Roadhouse1989. Follow her link tree. Um, commission some artwork from her. She is a gorgeous presence on this earth. She is the official second chair of the pod. She's our first guest. She'll be our fourth guest, and probably our our last guest and last but not least she is a proud citizen of hater nation please let's transition and welcome on to dan for life lauren howdy hi nick How- Howdy, howdy. Good morning, Hater Nation. Good morning, Hater Nation. As our friend Zach says. Um, so I'm going to start today by asking you the very first question I ask every single guest for as long as I've been doing this podcast. Have you seen the film Dan in Real Life? No. Okay, so right now I'm zero and one. I have not been able to talk to someone on the pod that has seen the movie Dan in Real Life. That's one of the main (laughs) goals of this podcast is to very passively find a friend that has also seen this movie. But until then, I guess I'm just left to discuss life with people about the movie Dan in Real Life through that general lens. Um, Now, Lauren... There's a reason you're called second chair of the pod. You are kind of the impetus for this podcast because, as listeners of the pod know, yesterday morning I woke up around like noon after a night of drinking on a Sunday morning and I turn over and I look at my cell phone and I go to twitter.com without even getting out of bed I as I am wont to do. And I see a series of three tweets um the first tweet is just the dan in real life movie poster an absolute favorite jpeg of mine and it says i was 10 years old my mom takes me to blockbuster every week while she chooses her movie i stand in front of the six tier high display of nothing but this title staring back at me idky i have such vivid memories staring at this dvd and it's a gigantic just jpeg of dan in real life and i see that and i like it I reply to it with a series of emojis because it's too early and I can't talk yet. But is that the only tweet you gave that morning about this film? No. Absolutely not. No, you gave a meme. There's a gorgeous meme of... I'm going to call this reaction GIF... It's like a VeggieTales reaction GIF. Um, God is bigger than the boogeyman, etc., etc. It's Bob the Tomato looking questioningly, and the caption you added to this wonderful gif is me at 10 years old looking at 100 copies of Dan in real life at Blockbuster for 10 minutes a week. And then 
in soccer and in hockey, when you get three goals in a row, they call it a hat trick, even in bowling. <laughs> and your third tweet is gorgeous. I'm going to retweet it as I read it right now. It says, I want a Dan in Real Life t-shirt. And I and it says, in quotes, I haven't seen it written on the back, which is just... <laughs> Those three series of tweets made me go into pre-production all day on a Sunday to make a Dan in Real Life podcast. And I want to thank you for those three tweets. And I also want to ask, what is your history with this little movie? It's, you know, I have a very, just that one memory. I was such a thing. I was just walking in a blockbuster, 10 years old. You know, walking in the back, I zoom, I zoom away from my mom as I do, and of then course. I, I actually looked it up. Um, it's not uh, six; it's eight, um, eight tiers high. Okay. With, with eight of them lined up, so eight times eight. So just times eight two. Rows of this movie. <laughs> just all Dan in real life. I, I particularly remember, and I just looked at it. <laughs> And I didn't know what it was. I, you know, oh, it's I, an, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's an utterly mesmerizing movie poster. For those yeah. that ha- haven't seen it, it's a whole white background. Steve Carell's name is above the title. And then we have the tagline, something's happening to Dan. It's confusing. <laughs> it's awkward. Well, Lauren, it's family. And then <laughs> the title, Dan in real life. And you've seen this typeface before. I feel like every movie pre-2008 had gigantic impact font, all caps, red letters against a white background. That indie. (laughs) It's incredible. (laughs) And I want you, Lauren, could you go ahead and describe what is our lead actor doing on that poster? (laughs) He has his head on Mm -hmm. a big old stack of pancakes. It's a large Um, stack of pancakes. They have... (laughs) What seems to be syrup and butter, maybe there's a coffee cup on a saucer to the side. And good. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and I want you to know, if you're listening, Steve Carell is not eating these pancakes. He is lying atop them as if they were a pillow. But it's his a eyes, fluffy Yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's a it's a fluffy pillow that he has, you're right. And he's not lying asleep his eyes aren't closed they're awake and staring right at lauren as she's waiting for her mom to pick out a movie in a blockbuster emotionless (laughs) cgi possibly i airbrushed his no upper lip i would just stare right back at him give him that same exact look you would have to (laughs) Now, this kind of brings us to, we put out a Twitter question today because we were recording our pilot episode. Um, And listener at Coltney or Courtney, famously friend of the pod from the Beck to Beck podcast, she brought in a listener question, which is essentially, did Steve Carell actually lay his head atop a pile of pancakes or was this photoshopped? Now, as a graphic artist, Lauren, how would you like to weigh in on this? Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to use my 40K thousand dollar degree. That's it. That's what they wanted you to do. This is what, I've, this is what it comes down to. You're trained um, for this. I, it, it's, 
it's composite. I, I just, I feel like it's not real. I mean, it could be real. <laughs> he, <laughs> I know, I know the pancakes aren't real. I can tell you that. I can tell you those things right. are fake. Yes. <laughs> I can tell you the lighting. I can tell you that drop of syrup right at the foreground mm-hmm. is not real. No, that is digital. <laughs> that is digital syrup. Fun fact about digital syrup, no calories. Which True. I love. We um, can just stare at it and imagine the taste. Th- that's it. And nothing happens <laughs> to our bodies. Now, when I get this Twitter question in from Courtney on like today around like 1 p.m. or whenever she sent it, um, I kind of <laughs> took a chance to go into the Dan and Real archive and I went across the internet and I brought up a lot of press package, um, little videos, red carpet interviews, etc. from 2007 Steve Carell. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And I basically found two. Three consensus. Number one, most of the internet just automatically calls this terribly photoshopped movie poster. Um, So that's just our baseline. Steve Carell did an interview with a gentleman from MovieWeb when he was asked about the poster because the interviewers told him that he had been staring at that poster all day long, to which Steve Carell apologized to this interviewer. Steve Carell had told the guy... That the pancakes are buttermilk, they are mesmerizing, and and if you stare at his eyes long enough, they will begin to change shape and follow you (laughs) around the room. To which, to which I just say, no, they don't. But okay. (laughs) Um, And then the second, like the last consensus, it was a second interview I found. With, wow. Coll- with Collider. It was a 16-minute interview. I listened to, they recorded it. I listened to the whole thing. Mm. And the very last question of the interview is asking him point blank, hey, Steve, were those pancakes photoshopped or did you really put your head <laughs> on that? To which he answered very coquettishly, I'll leave that up to you to decide. Oh, my God. I swear to God. David Lynch. Okay. Right. Now, Lauren, I just sent you another um, little image in the Zoom. I would like you to open this up for me. Okay. This image is the French movie poster (sighs) for Dan in real life. What? Coupe de Faudre à Rhode Island. Wow. Which ostensibly, I I need to look up the translation one more time because I do not want to get it incorrect. But as I'm looking that up, what is this poster? What kind of vibes is it giving you? This is not Photoshop. It's completely real. Um, (laughs) I I feel disturbed more by that one. Yes. There's there's clear, it's always so fascinating about how different, countries will do the movie poster oh absolutely um so so instead of dan in real life the title loosely translates to a sudden unforeseen event in rhode island Ooh, which i might buy that one that is more my kind of movie but i mean maybe we're not here to talk about that i don't know so again the consensus is it's probably photoshopped, but <laughs> Courtney, I thank you for this question, and I really appreciate it. Now, Lauren, you have not seen Dan in real life. No, I. the poster is as far as I've gotten. <laughs> okay, no trailer, nothing. No, no trailer. And Cold. 
stay tuned for the marketing episode of this podcast where we talk about all the different avenues the trailers oh have taken God. to desperately market this movie without spoiling it. They um, tried. <laughs> but if you could, why don't you go ahead and pull up that DVD cover I sent to you? I got this, it up. This is just one specific region's DVD cover. The iconic movie posters on the front cover. On the back, I only censored the film synopsis. And Lauren, we're going to try a little something where I kind of wanted you to just tell me, what do you think the plot of Dan in real life is? Just using your prior knowledge and this here movie poster and DVD cover. <laughs> I think he... <laughs> There's something about... It's a comedy. Okay. And there he might like love that that coffee shop or he might own it. Okay. <laughs> he yeah, really like there's something about pancakes. Yeah. Um Yeah, and it looks like he has a family. Okay. No, so no, family. his wife. No, his wife. Maybe. A girl. It's a girl. It is that, a girl. <laughs> maybe romantically inclined. And he seems very disinterested with everyone else around him. Okay. Um, very relatable. Um, oh, absolutely. I, it just seems like they're having a lot. She's having a lot of fun, but he's not. Okay, she's and the having movie, fun. And the movie's about how he wants to get out of the, the pancake game. Okay, and good. She, she doesn't know this yet. But he has to break he, it to her. At yeah, the he has act, to break it to her. Yeah, yeah, at the end of yeah. Act Two, he lets it loose. He gets the information out. I'm yeah. leaving the flapjack, the flapjack business, and she's kind of pissed. And it puts their relationship on the rocks. Yeah. Okay. And his friend with the guitar, mm -hmm. he just hates him. Okay, his friend <laughs> hates him. Um, I want you to look at that DVD cover. Who is that friend? Um. Act oh God, there's no name on the the. The DVD for him. No, oh. but look at that man. You recognize him from the mid two thousands. <laughs> oh, I can't. I he was can't. he was one of our first viral stand up comedians to do comedy at Madison Tosh? Square Garden. <laughs> Not Tosh, but very similar vibe. Um. He oh, was in man. the movie Good Luck Chuck. <laughs> Oh, he's Chuck. <laughs> he, is, he is Chuck the titular Chuck. Chuck. Yes, the he is. Titular? Oh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> this, of course, is Daniel Cook. Dane Cook. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was, in, okay. it was in that period. He also had a movie. Good Luck Chuck also came out in 2007, where Hollywood was just <laughs> desperately trying to put Dang. this stand-up this stand-up comedian in as many films as possible. Wow. So the back of the DVD, we have five images. Of course, we have the pancakes right underneath the barcode. Um, the first picture is Dan, played by Steve Carell, Juliette Binoche, uh, with Dane Cook. The second <laughs> image is just, it looks like to be a set photo, because that's definitely Steve Carell and Juliette Binoche talking to the director, Peter Hedges. Oh, wow. They just uh, said... <laughs> Behind the scenes. <laughs> like, we're just going to put a photo of Steve laughing because I don't think he laughs at any other point in the movie. Um, fun fact, this movie was directed by Peter Hedges. Do you know who his very famous son is? Um, the young George Hedges. Yes. No. Really? No, the young Lucas Hedges. 
Oh, Lucas. Okay. You know Lucas. He was <laughs> in the Moonrise Kingdom and Ladybird. Ben oh, is back. That I'm boy. not a real film fan. I need to put my card back in the mail. Please, okay. p- please do not denounce your film fandom <laughs> over Lucas. But whatever. <laughs> and then. And then lastly, we have Steve Carell looking at Juliette Binoche with a book as she's laughing. Which actually, really? Lauren, that's going to bring us to our first segment of the pod. Um, our first sponsored segment. Longtime favorite segment of the pod. Somebody help Juliette Binoche find her book. Salut. Je voudrais un livre, s'il vous plaît. Please, won't you? Now, what I'm going to do, Lauren, is I'm going to read... The infamous Act One monologue that is set in a bookstore that Dan visits in the film. He runs into Marie, played by Juliette Binoche, and he asks, what are you looking for? (laughs) I'm going to read Juliette's monologue, and by the time that I'm finished reading the monologue, I need you to suggest a piece of media. It could be a book, it could be a film, an album, a TV show, or something. That fulfills Juliette Binoche's needs. I'm looking for a book, obviously. Something that can help me deal with, um, what might be an awkward situation. Something funny might be nice, but not something necessarily big, ha-ha-ha, laugh-out-loud funny, you know, and certainly not make fun of other people funny, but certainly something human funny. And, uh, if it could, um, sneak up on you surprise you and at the same time make you think that what you thought was not only right in a wrong kind of way but when you're wrong there's a certain rightness to your wrongness well maybe what i mean is more importantly i'm looking to be swept up and at the same time not meaning i want to feel a deep connection to something Maybe I don't know what I'm looking for. So, Lauren, what would you suggest to Juliette Binoche? Very picky. Um, these grand ideas. Um, Marley and me. Marley and me. Book yeah. or movie? The, the book based off the movie. Okay. The second, the second time. We okay. want the second... second we, like roasted. <laughs> we don't want the source material that yeah. made the Owen Wilson movie. I want the me- I want the Owen Wilson insert. She'll we like want- that. She'll she like would love that. it. She would love or, it. She want- yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think she wants a made- uh, movie adaptation back to the book. She wants the novelization of the, the novelization, Marley yeah. film. She doesn't want the original story about the owner. Yeah, from that- his perspective. She wants someone that saw the movie and was like, what can be added to this narrative? I love that. Because it kind of has everything she's looking for, honestly. It surprises me. It definitely has a certain rightness to its wrongness. And it's human funny. And it's not ha ha ha, laugh out loud funny. Because as we know, <laughs> at Twitter account, does the dog die? Yes, it does. Even in the novelization of Marley and Me. Um, I think that's like... swept up. <laughs> it's... It is kind of sweet. Okay, that was a gorgeous answer. I love it so, so much. Lauren, we're not done yet. Because you haven't seen Dan in real life, I kind of want to use this podcast as an opportunity to trace your relationship with the movie. So are. Yes, this is, it's going to be like a season-long arc where this is just your 
first few anticipatory thoughts of Dan in real life. Um, the next time we listen, we're going to be talking about the original soundtrack. <laughs> so after this recording, I'm going to give you a link to the OST. Um, it's the entire film is scored by a Norwegian um, singer songwriter called Sandra Lerchi. Um, he was only, I want to say, maybe 23 at the time of filming. But I'll definitely wow. have those. I'll have those figures for you whenever we have wow. our next episode. Um, There's some genius <laughs> happening for Dan in real life. I, so, oh, this movie is much deeper than I thought. So it really does provoke something. When I rewatched it last night, yeah. I couldn't help by watching this 90-minute movie keep saying to myself, "This thing is evergreen. It's this concept is never going to get old for a podcast about Dan in real life. It, there's always going to be something to find here. So I'm glad you share that sentiment. There's like details everywhere. I didn't know that behind those dead CGI. <laughs> Photoshopped eyes. Yes. In that font, there was this whole detailed, full of just soul. There's a whole world out there behind the, those eyes. The alternate universe. The what do you call it? Cinematic universe. Dan. A, the Dan life. in real life multiverse is alive yeah. and well, as says Lauren. Oh, um, we're bringing it back. 2007. That's the pilot episode of Dan for Life. It can only get better from here, and I have some really interesting guests and episodes lined up. I'd like to thank Lauren for guesting on this first episode, and don't worry, she'll be back. We're going to follow her entire journey while she discovers the lore of the film from 2007. Dan in real life. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Thank you also, Lauren, for doing the artwork for the pod. Remind you to follow her on Twitter at Roadhouse1989. I'd also like to thank Garrison Turner for the theme song to Dan in Real Life. His Instagram handle is in the bio. If you'd like to follow the pod on Twitter, we're at Dan4LYFE. And I'm Nick. You can find me around. Thank you all so much for listening to this first episode. I hope you have a great week. Dan for Life.